I've been told it's a good idea to start a speech with a joke. Well, don't get your hopes up. I'm not here to tell jokes. I'm here to pick a fight. Okay, welcome back to the Boston Bee Party. I'm David Rodriguez here with my co-host, as always, Tyler Scales. Tyler, how are we doing today? Doing good today, man. Good start to the first week of the season. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Yeah. T- tough loss last night, but we'll get to that later. It was really, it's really good to have hockey back. Yeah, some, I've missed it. Some good goals around the league. Bruins are playing pretty well, you know, considering they played yeah. so late and the heartbreak that there was last year. Yeah, I think this year is going to be really exciting for all the NHL teams, including the Bruins. They had a really good start, but last night was unfortunate for them. Yeah, there's a lot of good talent around the league. Bruins have a lot of good talent. Carson Kuhlman is my is my new favorite player, I think. Yeah, totally. Uh, he's got a nice set of wheels on him. So. Yeah, and he works well with Krejci and DeBrusque. Yeah, absolutely. He's a, he, we saw that a little bit in the playoffs last year, and uh, it's showing again this year. Totally. So, all right. So let's uh, let's start last Thursday night, opening night in Dallas, two to one victory. Yeah, we saw Brett Ritchie t- t- go up against his old team, uh, the Dallas Stars. Scored sixty nine seconds into the season. You know, uh, Gronkowski's gonna love that. Yeah, he's also out there for both goals too. He also scored the first goal for the Bruins. Oh, he was on the power play unit when uh, Heinen scored as well. Yeah. Oh, awesome. He's out there. I saw him. I don't even think I recognize that. Yeah, they go up. They went up against Sagan, old teammate. Jamie Ben, and the, the Dallas Stars, and Ben Ben Bishop made a phenomenal save in that game. I think oh, on yeah, Wagner, totally. uh, Wagner tried to go, I believe, backhand, forehand, and just couldn't yeah. wrap it around him. Both but, both goalies played amazing. Yeah, um, Tuca looked really solid in his first uh, appearance of the season. Yeah, he got totally beat by that guy Hints, I believe his name is. Oh, that kid was fast. Yeah, he's really good. I think he'll. He'll be a very valuable asset to the Dallas Stars. We'll have to watch out for him. Yeah, absolutely. And there's some good talent on that team. Like you said, Sagan, Ben, um, they, yeah, they put up some numbers last year. I can't tell you off the top of my head what they were. But Charlie Coyle has been around the puck on all four games. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, not so much on the score sheet, but, you know, you, you see him. He's he's there. <laughs> yeah. And I think later on, like in many more games, I think he'll – I think he'll bef- definitely be on the scoreboard. He was on it quite a bit for the uh, Stanley Cup Finals and the playoffs as a whole. Yeah, he was probably, other than, in my opinion, Tuka Rask. I think Coyle was our best player in the playoffs. Yeah, totally. Um, so, I, you know, I know they vote on GM of the Year, but you can see why Don Sweeney received GM of the Year last year. Yeah, he gets good players, and Brett Ritchie's one of them. Yeah, so. It was a good move. You know, uh, winning on opening night, that's always a good thing. Taking the two points, um, one in regulation, so it's not like you left any points to your uh, opponent. Um, yeah. One of the tough things for the game was watching Roman Polak hit the hit the wall the way he did. Uh, kind of yeah. slowed the game down. You know, he was going to put a little chuck on the back of Wagner. Wagner turned to the right and... Pollock, his momentum just pulled him into the boards. He was leaning too far forward. Yeah. Sounds like he's going to be okay. Uh, after the game, they were saying that he was moving his arms and legs. So. Yeah, we're hoping he's okay. It was. Dallas also had three players who got injured and did not return in that game. Um, yeah. Someone else uh, got a, took a puck to the face. I think it's Com, Comu, 
can't really. Yeah, that, that's uh, unfortunate. Yeah, calm, calm you. Uh, yeah. I'm probably saying that incorrectly. And the Bruins, and they also no played disrespect. the uh, Arizona Coyotes, where we saw Brad Marchand get his first goal. Now, that was an ugly game. Yeah. Uh, good to see Marchand get on the board. That first line over the first two games looked rusty. Bergeron only played in one preseason game, as did Krejci. Krejci only played, like, one shift, maybe a shift yeah. and a half, I believe. So you're going to see some rust from those two. But it was really nice to see them start to shake that rust off and yeah, get man. going at it. You know, the big the big thing on that game was Halak, 35 saves, shutout. Oh, he played amazing. You know, he could be a starter in this league and has yeah, been totally. in, in the past. So I like the fact that he's right behind Tuca. Uh, he's a really good backup. Giving him that push. And it's, it's tough because you know they're going to each – split almost the amount of games. I know the the target for Tuca is 50 to 55, but last year I think it was like 48 for Tuca. So mm. that's a, you know, that was a that was a sloppy game though. There wasn't much good coming out of that game other mm. than Halak and the fact that that first line got on the board. The penalty kill has looked really good. Um they uh coming up we'll talk about Vegas, but they did give up two goals against Vegas and one yeah. in Colorado, I believe. Yeah, Golden Knights. They were up. I believe they were up two nothing during the game. But then, then the Bruins came back. They woke up a little bit. Marshan, I believe, got two goals that game. Yeah, Marshan, uh, Pasternak, um, Bergeron had a point or two in that game. Um, yeah, Marshan with two goals. Krug woke up. He scored a goal. Pasternak with a goal. Couple of assists throughout the game. So yeah, it was really that was. That was a fun game to watch. Um, yeah. I don't know if you were able to watch the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, I watched the entire game. That was a really entertaining game. Probably the most entertaining out of uh, all the four. Yeah, I had the night off of work, so it was nice. I got to sit home, <laughs> grab a nice cold beer, watch yeah. the game, make some notes. You know, started a little slow, like you said. Mark Stone, less than seven minutes into the game, scores a power play goal, the first against the Bruins for the year. Um, Mark Stone, man, that, that's just crazy how talented he is at an old age like that. Oh, yeah, and he's such a phenomenal player. And last year when we had the opportunity to get him, I would have loved to see him in a Bruins uniform. But oh, he wasn't going anywhere where he wasn't going to sign a big contract. And they gave him a, a lot of money. I would have, Somewhere between 9 and $10 million a year, I think. That's pretty good. Yeah, and you know what? We just we don't have the cap space for that. You know, yeah. um, we got too many of our younger guys that we need to stop paying because our older guys are, you know, Chara. What's he? Another <clears throat> just gonna play year to year? Yeah. You know, we don't really have. He's the oldest player right now, and he's and he he's scored so last night. So yeah, that was, was nice. That was a really good goal. Always nice to see the old guys do something. Totally. Um, but back to Vegas. Marshawn had a nice goal in that. Just kind of fluttered off the defender. Oh yeah, yeah and Rask. He contributed to that power play goal. Oh, yeah. Rask has been solid for us. Uh, yeah. What's he given up? Three goals, four goals in two games? Okay, yeah. so. And Halak, he's given up two at the moment. I think Halak's playing a lot better than Rask at the moment. Uh, Halak actually gave up three last night. One was an empty netter. Uh, yep. And now let's talk about the Avalanche game. Two disallowed goals for the Bruins. Your thoughts on that? You know, that first disallowed goal with the goaltender interference, I mean, what was he, tickling him with a feather? Seriously. <laughs> like, uh, I I get it. There was definitely contact with the skates, and that's a tough one, but I have seen way more yeah. contact called That goals. was a lot of goal. And it always seems to go against 
Boston, in my opinion. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I, that, that's the fanboy in me, though, so I can freely admit that. <laughs> uh, but the offsides goal, and it was too bad because that was a, a nice setup from Pasternak to DeBrusque. Yeah. But he was way offsides. He was at, at least yeah. a half a skate offsides. Um, yeah, I think the refs should have called that the when they saw it. Shut up. Shut up. Blown the whistle. Yeah, I, nope. I mean, it, it shows that these linemen, these linesmen and refs are human. Every We all make We're mistakes. We're not perfect. Nope. You know, here yeah, we are. going to happen. Here we are critiquing them, but we stutter here and there, right? Yeah, we're not perfect on this damn podcast, so. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. That that's why we have we're the edit. We have the edit button. Yeah, we're not perfect on this podcast. It happens. But when uh when those two goals were disallowed, I think that's what made the team just that, lose that, morale. That second one, you can definitely see where it deflated them a little yeah. bit. Um, and it really woke Colorado up. Not that yeah. they had a Colorado had a good. A good game all around, yeah. second and third period especially. Yeah. When you saw DeBrusque on that second disallowed goal, he just was he was out of it for the rest of the game. You could see like oh, how I, mad he was. I was so he happy was for his him. Head. I was so happy for him at first when he scored because he hadn't really done much. Um, yeah, that was going to be his first point. Yeah. Actually, it could have been his second point if the other goal was allowed for Coleman. Oh, so he, he had a phenomenal game, just it doesn't count. Yeah, no points for him. <laughs> No, I mean, it was good to see him waking up um, after the first line woke up over the last couple of games. Yeah. Um, that second line is starting to gel again. Krejci didn't have a preseason, only played, I think it was like one shift. Yeah. Maybe even a half a shift. Yeah, so. they just want Krejci to stay healthy for the uh, for the regular season. Yeah. And so the other players like Rogeron. We we have uh, Coleman, who looks really nice up on that line we touch base on. First year player. Looked really good for us throughout parts of the uh, playoffs last year. Had a yeah. few points earlier. It's a different game up here, though. So it, yep. he's going to be learning. We're going to see some mistakes from him. Yeah. But, man, he, he had a couple of plays where over the last week where he just turned on the Jets and went by a defender. And at one point he tried to go forehand, backhand, and just didn't make it. When I saw Coleman during the Avalanche game, the moment he learned that the goal was disallowed, he kept his cool the entire game and still played amazing. I think this kid is going to be phenomenal for the Bruins because he keeps his cool during bad situations. He knows what he needs to do. He understands that he's in the NHL now and needs to play smart. He plays very smart during all his shifts. Yeah, he definitely you, – You obviously, you know, you score a goal and they tell you, no, you didn't. That's got to be, I don't want to say heartbreaking, but yeah. heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, and when you saw the bus reaction to his disallowed goal – he was just not happy with it. Yeah. Coleman was just okay with it. And when he, he was interviewed on NAS. On Nesson? Yeah, on Nesson. <laughs> when he was interviewed on Nesson, uh, he kept his cool during the interview. He just said, you just got to play. You just got to learn from your mistakes and just, just play harder. Yeah, it was too bad because that was a nice shot. He just ripped it in there. But, uh, yeah, DeBrusque, I can see him being a little frustrated, especially after his playoffs last year where he yeah. took that shot to the face from Nazem Kadri. Oh, speaking and, of Nazem Kadri, he was in the last game too. Yeah, old friend. Old friend <laughs> Nazem Kadri. I didn't really hear his name too much, maybe once or twice. Yeah, I thought that would light a fire in DeBrusque when he saw Kadri on the ice. Uh, I, it it might have. I mean, he did. I, I think that was probably DeBrusque's best game all around. Uh, yeah, I think he did light a fire in him seeing his old rival on the ice. Yeah. Didn't when really... he saw that goal, just get this a lot. I think that's just that. Spark just went away. Yeah. Uh, again, after he took that stick to the face last year, he had commented after the playoffs how he just wasn't right. And that was, yeah. what, three rounds of playoffs that he was saying he wasn't feeling just right for. 
you know, and he didn't really put up many points in the playoffs either after that. So no. you can see where the frustration would set in immediately to have a goal where you think you're breaking out of that little, you know, slump. Yeah, I think Bruce Cassidy should look at DeBrus, just see how he's doing. And just ask him, like, you got to, like, stay calm during situations where yeah, keep if something it. doesn't go your way, just don't grip the stick so yeah. tightly. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be it's gonna be a long season. It's shaping up so far to look like a pretty good season, if you ask me. Yeah. I think the Bruins are absolutely going to be a top-five team this in this league this year. Yeah, and they're currently 3-1. and one. They are currently in the top ten for the league standings, uh, the number nine behind Detroit. And on Saturday, I believe that they'll be taking on the Devils. And right now the Devils are like the most talked about team. You know that rookie Jack Hughes is... He's being talked about throughout the entire league, the NHL Rookie of the Year. Oh, they're already giving him Rookie of the Year, and he doesn't even have a single point, huh? <laughs> well, he's the most talked about, but there's other rookies that deserve to have the spotlight, like his own brother, Quinn Hughes from the Vancouver Canucks. I think he's, I, I believe he's a rookie or second year, like guys like Brady Kachuk. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll Brady Kachuk, that. he's had a decent start to the season. I believe he's got a couple of goals already. I had him on one of my daily fantasy games, that's why. Uh, opening night where he scored so actually I was wrong so Quinn Hughes he's currently uh he is a second year he played for the Vancouver Canucks last year he uh oh, only a couple of games though total huh yeah only three assists he had three points for his first year and that's his brother that's uh Jack Hughes's brother yes okay so and right now he currently has he currently has the same amount of points he does in the 2019-2020 regular season so I think we should watch out for Quinn Hughes yeah and I saw his goal Against the Canes, that was a really good slap shot, heavy shot. He's going to be a player that I think people will need to watch out for. And same with Jack Hughes. I mean, the kid is being the most talked about right now in the NHL, New Jersey Devils rookie. And a lot of people are saying if he should be in the NHL right now or should be in the minors. And and respect to Jack Hughes for playing this very well in, in the NHL, but I think he should be in the minors. And I think next year he should be in the NHL. Jack Hughes is like he's an amazing player, and I think that he can play a lot better if he just learns in the minors, learns from um, his mistakes currently that he's making, like right now in the Devils. He has no points currently, but that can change. He can prove us wrong, and just we'll see if he can change it up. Yeah, forgive me. I'm trying to find out, uh, read up a couple of things on Hughes right now. Uh, I'm trying to see. Where was he? What was his draft number? I think he was the first overall. He was first overall. That's what I was thinking, but I didn't want to say it and be completely wrong and look like a total moron. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't need my own help with that. He's playing just under 15 and a half minutes, and he's a minus three with no points through four games. Um, most of his yeah. offensive zone, he's most of his face-offs are in the offensive zone. Corsi is at 42%. He's got seven shots time on ice a total of about 62 minutes so i mean he's getting his time and it sounds like you're more of a fan of uh number one picks not coming directly into the league but that is a pretty sought after spot in any league so i can see why the devils who uh did they make the playoffs last year i don't believe i don't think so i think they missed it by a lot yeah and i wanted to talk about the new jersey devils game taking on the edmonton oilers actually no the philadelphia flyers excuse me Kyle Palmieri, one time, he uh, he's a good player, but he had the puck in his hand, and he, he slipped, happens, but it even happens to the best players. 
He slept. It led to a 4 nothing goal lead against the Philadelphia Flyers. And you can see in his face, like, he knew he messed up, but lost morale. But then they later took on the Edmonton Oilers, where the Edmonton Oilers beat them in a shootout. Connor McDavid played amazing. You talked about draft overalls. I believe Connor McDavid was first overall. Oh, absolutely. In the, in the he, was, he, he was part of, what, like 17 straight years of... Uh... Edmonton getting the number one pick. <laughs> Obviously, that's an exaggeration, but yeah. I mean, they they won the draft lottery like five yeah. out of seven years or something yeah, like Conor that. Conor McDavid probably has got to be one of the best players in the NHL right now. Yeah, uh, oh, absolutely. He's him, captain of the Edmonton Oilers. That's just crazy. Yeah, him him and uh, Austin Matthews, who uh, has gone off like a rocket to start this oh, season. Totally. Um, I believe he's already got like six or seven goals yeah six goals and an assist to start in five games he's just a beast up there in toronto but toronto is still a bit on the inconsistent side due to the fact that they don't have much of a defense um they got completely shellacked last night by uh tampa bay seven to three and it just it wasn't really that pretty he did have a goal and an assist in that but you know they brought in uh barry up in uh toronto for the defense but i think he's more offensive yeah I'm looking at the stats right now for Austin Matthews. He currently has one goal and seven assists. Yeah. Like that's just really actually, excuse me. He has six goals and one assist with a total of seven points. That's just amazing. Yeah, through five games games, that's uh pretty phenomenal if you ask yeah, me. Six goals. Yeah, they bring in Tyson De- Tyson Barry, a right shot defenseman, five ten, hundred and ninety pounds. He's got four assists through five games and is a minus three. His uh just under 22 minutes on ice, so and he's most of his faceoffs are in the offensive zone. So when you're bringing in a defenseman, you might want him to have a little bit more of a defensive mind, I suppose, considering that you have so much firepower up there. So I think that's going to be a problem for Toronto down the road. Um, yeah, and you also got guys like John Tavares on the Maple Leafs, who has already shoved some points in for the Maple Leafs. Yeah. Yeah, Austin Matthews and John Tavares. Yeah. Having those two on the team is incredible. Yeah, Tavares is a good, uh, is a solid player. Was the captain down in uh, New York for the Islanders for many years. Yeah. Brings good leadership. Some of the leadership they that Toronto did lose is they lost Patrick Milo, who I believe signed back with the Sharks after yeah. just one year away. So uh, I believe he was actually let go from Toronto. That contract was just too much, I think. So. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. It's uh, Tyler Scales and David Rodriguez on the Boston Bee Party. Welcome back to the Boston Bee Party. David Rodriguez here with Tyler Scales. Uh, Tyler, we've been touching base about the Edmonton Oilers and their 4-0 start. Connor McDavid has already taken off. He's got himself 10 points, 3 goals, 7 assists. But James Neal, 7 goals in 4 games. Yeah, yeah. and Edmonton is currently first in the Pacific Division. They have been playing very well lately. They beat the Devils, and they have quite a lot of points on them too. Yeah, I mean, they've uh, they've played some uh, marginal teams, I guess. The Islanders were probably the best team in coming out of training camp, if you ask me, um, based on last year. Yeah, totally. But um, they beat Vancouver, L.A., who has just been, over the last couple of years, have just been slowly dropping to the bottom. Um, but, I mean, Edmonton has so many good players on there. There's 
Leon Drysdale. Drysdale, sorry. Yeah, he has eight points currently. Um, that kind of surprises me, Chris too. Russell is a good defenseman. I like him. Zach Cashin. Um, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Um, you know, so. Yeah, Darnell Nurse, too. Uh, he's a sleeper, same as James Neal. Yeah, they, they are, their point, they could get on the points board, so. Goaltending's goal fairly solid. Mike Smith, uh, I don't know how I feel about him as your number one goaltender. If he is the number one out there, they've split him and Miko Koskian. I have split two games apiece, both won both. Smith is already three and a half goals a game versus two and a half. So, I mean, yeah. your younger kid at 31, I call him a kid at 31, um, seems to be the having the better uh, opportunities, making more saves right now. But I, I think Edmonton, if they can hold it together, they're going to be a good a good team. Um, they should have been, but they've been up against Cap Hell, and we all know about that thanks to Mr. Shirelli. So uh, I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing Edmonton back in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I, I like how McDavid is leading this team at the moment. He's, he's young, he's fast, he's definitely talented, and I think he can do – he can do a lot for the Oilers. He currently leads. He currently leads the Oilers in ten points, three goals, seven assists. He uh, is doing very good. He has a power play goal too. He's one of the only players with the penalty points. But you know, he's he's an amazing player for the team. His shot percentage is amazing too, and he mostly gets them in the net. He currently has three goals, and he helped the he helped the Oilers get uh, past the Devils in the shootout. So oh, that was a shootout game, huh? Good yeah, for, good for New I, Jersey. I believe I believe Drass Seidel was the one who got the one in the net and helped them win. Yeah, he was, he was one that they were comparing Pasternak to uh, when they were going through their contract negotiations. He got like 7 or $8 million a year, and Pasta kept the old 666 number. So uh, I got more respect for Pasta on that than anything. Keep taking a few less bucks to stay with the team. All right, the other team I wanted to touch base with you about was uh, the Carolina Hurricanes. Obviously, as Bruins fans, you and I know, that they went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. We beat them. Yeah, 4-0. Yeah. Oh, was, was it a sweep? Oh, I, left, I believe it was a sweep. I left my broom at home today. I forgot about that. <laughs> Although I guess we really can't talk too much smack because we lost the cup. But, yeah, they're off to a 4 nothing start, 8 points. It's always uh, good to see them. They've won a couple of times in their short uh, Carolina history. Obviously, yeah. we all know them as up here as the Hartford Whalers. Yep. Uh, last year, I thought it was kind of funny that they brought out the old Whalers uniforms. I loved them. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was that was cool. Our, our buddy on Nesson, Jack Edwards, uh, was complaining about Dougie Hamilton's number 19 because uh, the city of Hartford had retired it for, I believe, Pi McKenzie. Mm. Uh, if I'm wrong on that, I do apologize. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you got some nice young players out there. You have Sebastian Ajo, who started off with, uh, he's got six assists. We have... Um, so I believe that's Andrei Sveshnikov. Oh, that is Sveshnikov. Oh, my goodness. I, well, yeah. Can I have my glasses back, please? Seriously. Uh, like, I know you left yours at home this morning, but why do you have to steal mine? I'm older than you. <laughs> hey, I need him. Aho with only one goal. Excuse me. So Sebastian Aho, one goal, but he is a, tem- a tremendously talented young yeah, player. Um, Sveshnikov had 37 points in his rookie year for the Carolina Hurricanes. And for a rookie, that is pretty good. And he's already off to a great start with six assists for six points so far. Yeah, um, he currently leads the currently leads the team in points. Isn't he the one who fought uh, Ovechkin in the playoffs yeah, last year? He got, knocked, year? Out he got out. knocked out. Yeah, that was 
was uh that was kind of embarrassing for him but you, you know, know what it was he'll bounce back from that growing up in russia it was one of his uh one of his idols growing up so uh, you know hey now he gets to go around and tell his grandkids that you know his idol beat the crap out of him in the playoffs one yeah so th- yeah, th- that's he's got that working for him yeah. <laughs> but it still doesn't look good for him um, but you'll learn from it old friend dougie hamilton's on the top of their points list right now with five tivo teravainen Five points, four yep. goals, and an assist. Jordan Stahl's on the team. I believe yeah, he's Jordan the new Stahl. captain. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jordan Stahl, I believe, deserved to be captain a long time ago. I know Justin Williams was an amazing captain. He led the team. But, you know, Justin Williams, he played kind of dirty during the playoffs. Yeah. I believe he was going after David Backus quite a bit. Yeah, they. I think they had a, a couple of uh, spats throughout it, but you know, I, I never saw Justin Williams as a dirty player. Um, Not at all. He definitely lost his cool one game. Uh, yeah. Did he get a game misconduct during that uh, final fourth game? You know what? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go back and look at that. He, he had. I think it was game two where he just exploded and had like six penalty minutes in the first or second yeah, period. He lost. It. It he just, lost his cool. Just not very uh, captain-like for him. Yeah, so. I know a player. Uh, I know other players just lose their cool during the playoffs. I know a star player in the Tampa Bay Lightning, Nicholas Kucherov. Yep, he who was, was suspended. Yeah, he got suspended. Nazim Kadri is another one who lost his cool on Jake DeBrusque. The playoffs are a different animal, you know. Uh, Joe Thornton out in San Jose, he uh, got suspended for a game last year. Charlie McAvoy took a made a hit that got him suspended for a game in the playoffs. So it's that time of year where that's what you're working for. That's what you've worked for your entire life. Yeah, so the playoffs you, are over now. You know, sometimes I think your emotions get a little bit the best of you. Yeah, but the playoffs are over right now. I don't want to talk about what happened. New season. We don't, we don't need to talk about that. Why are you always going to go bring that up? Why are you gonna, Now I need a it's box important. of tissues, man. Thanks. I'm going to go cry in the corner. <laughs> well, the Bruins have definitely been playing very good lately. They'll be having the... New Jersey Devils up next on Saturday. Yep, New Jersey Devils are coming to town. We touched base about them a little bit already. They have former number one overall pick, Tyler Hall, playing for them. Yeah, uh, they got Kyle Palmieri there, too. Palmieri, Jack Hughes, player. of course. They're yeah. started, they've started off their season 0-2. I didn't really expect them to be game busters this year, but you know, I, ex- I expect the Devils to at least give it a a good go. Uh, looking at their roster here, P.K. Subban, uh, Wayne Simmons, they made some yeah. nice acquisitions this year. Yeah, P.K. Subban, that will light a fire on the Bruins. You know, he was on Montreal for quite a bit. He is uh, an old rival. He's one of those guys. He's like Brad Marchand. If he's on your team, you love him. If he's not on your team, you, you love him. to hate him. Um, yeah, I know I know Marchand is hated throughout the entire league. Yeah. I, even when I saw like a comment on on his goal on during the Golden Knights game. Yep. Somebody said he just that was a stupid goal. He <laughs> <laughs> They just hate him so much. They even they'll even call it his goals. Which goal is they calling stupid? The one that went off of Vegas' defender or the other one? I believe it was one that had a bank pass to him and he just got a top corner. It was a what yeah. a uh, I, you know quite a good one. People People just will never be happy, you know what I mean? It's like the yeah. old pa- the old Austin Powers was a gold member where he's like, a bong and a blintz, a cigarette and a flapjack. No, I can see there's no pleasing you. So back to New Jersey real quick. Blake Coleman, did you see that goal he made? Come, oh, that was amazing. Comes across the blue goal. line. He's being pulled down by the defender and just one hand flicks it 
top and corner. You told me that was goal of the year so far. Uh, I think I think it might be. I mean, have you seen anything even that amazing? No, I believe he did. He had a top corner too. Yeah, I, I was pretty sure it was top uh, corner. He had pressure I'll, on the defense too. That was an insane goal. I'll have to go back and look, but yeah, I thought it was top corner. Um, yeah, a lot happened during that goal, and it was amazing. Yeah, it was. There's been some good hockey so far this year. Um, Saturday night, Boston's home opener. TD Garden, 7 o'clock, versus the New Jersey Devils. And then on Monday, Anaheim comes to town. Now, Anaheim is one of those teams that had a rough go of it last year. They've already got six points, 3-1 and one to start the season, nine goals for, five against. You know, they have some new talent. I mean, Ryan Getzlaff has been there, their goaltender, John Gibson. We got Ryan Getzlav, the captain. Yeah. Um, wow, Ryan Miller's still in the league on their team? I didn't even realize that. Um, but I don't believe Ryan Perry's playing for them anymore, or Ryan Getzler. Perry's not playing. Um, Forgive me if I ever got his name wrong. Yeah. I, I'm not, I haven't watched him in a long time. Cam Fowler's over there now, Michael Delzato. I mean, they got some, they got some defenders, but, um, you know, I, I see them – they're probably going to be bottom third this year. They're probably going to be. They're a forgettable uh, team this year. I don't really see a lot of star players that I can recognize. The only one I recognize is Ryan Getzlav. Yeah, probably by far and away their best player at 34 years old. Um, Left him to a cup. He did lead him to a cup, so we'll see how that goes. And then, of course, next Thursday night, the team to beat, Tampa Bay Lightning, come to town. Uh, yeah, that's going to be an exciting I game. cannot wait to watch that game, and then we'll talk about it next Friday. Um, Tampa started off 1-1-1. One, one, one. They won last night, beating Toronto 7-3. to You know, it just seemed like they were just rusty uh, after the way they went out in the playoffs last year. I don't think they played a mean- meaningful game after Christmas last year until the playoffs, yeah. and then they got absolutely spanked, um, which was surprising for everybody. But I don't know. What, what do you see for... Tampa Bay this year what what do you think is going to be their Achilles heel what do you think is going to be their biggest strength well I think one of the big strengths they had was uh getting Pat Maroon on their team I think he was very good during the playoffs he led a lot of points for them yeah Pat Maroon's another one of those guys that I love to hate uh if he was on my team I'd love him but since he raised the cup last year and the Bruins didn't uh, I'm not a big fan uh-huh. That's just, again. That's just the homer of me talking. Yeah. I, I do. I, I do like what he brings to the table. The defensemen down there. You know, they have Shattenkirk. I I wanted Shattenkirk when they were trying to get him out of the the rain off the Rangers. McDonough. I, I he was another having, one. You know, I dream of having Victor Hedman on my team. He's uh, an amazing defenseman. Yeah. So I mean, them Tampa Bay, unlike Toronto, has some defense to go with their offense, uh, and they have a, a good goaltender. Not that I think Toronto's goaltender, um, Freddie Anderson, is a bad goaltender, but they obviously have more of a chance. They should have had more of a chance to go deep in the playoffs last year, um, yeah. and yet they were swept. By the Columbus Blue Jackets. By the Columbus Blue Jackets. No, speaking of the Tampa Bay offense, you know, Steven Stamkos, Nikita Kucherov, they're quite good players. And I know Kucherov, we know a lot of people do see him as a dirty player. When you saw him during the playoffs, he just did something uncalled for on one of the Columbus Blue Jackets players. But, and, you know, Kucherov, and he got suspended too. But Kucherov, he's a star player. I think he, he can learn from his mistakes. And you know he's got six points currently tied with Stamkos. Stamkos is one of the top players in the league. He's been a top player for a long time. 
you know, I got good teachings from players like Vincent LeCavier, my brother's favorite NHL player of oh, all yeah. time. He was great. Yeah. Martin St. Louis. Amazing. Oh, man. I used to... I used to dread when they came to town, but you know to see St. Louis play. I actually saw him play a couple of times, Same. and uh, yeah. I was at the game a few years back when Stamkos broke his leg on Veterans Day. So, um, but yeah, St. Louis, he was a good one when he was traded. Where did they send him to? New York uh, Rangers. The Rangers, yeah. yeah. Um, I remember one game on his. I was kind of surprised. Yeah, his mother passed away. Like he played his butt off. He played amazing. But this is a uh, this is about the Bruins, the uh, old timers like St. Louis. Well, it's all right to talk about our uh, oh, of course He's our opponents. One of the greatest. So we had said last week um, that if the Bruins, I had said last week that if the Bruins had come home with five points, I would consider that a successful road trip. They are coming home with six. That's a win for me. Yeah, they'll be having three home games with New Jersey Devils and Man Ducks and Tampa Lightning. I believe they will definitely beat the New Jersey Devils. They will definitely beat the Anaheim Ducks. We don't need to get into that, but the Tampa Bay Lightning might be a bit of a challenge for them. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that the uh, four out of the next six points should be safely secured, and I would be even happier if we got five or six out of it. I will take an overtime loss to Tampa Bay this early in the year, yeah, but course. obviously you would like to shut them down. A few years ago, we, uh, yeah, we, excuse me, a few years ago, the Bruins had beaten them like 10 straight games, and then it seems like Tampa took a turn at a few straight. So the Bruins always play them well. I got to stop saying we. I'm not on the team, Dave. I'm just talking about them. The, uh, Just like me. Yeah. So the Bruins, uh, they always play Tampa Bay tight. I still want to see some revenge for the playoffs two years ago. But, uh, you know, I'll take the fact that we went as far as we did last year and they had to watch starting yeah. from the first round. So uh, three straight home straight games with New Jersey Devils, Anaheim Ducks, and Tampa Lightning. And then we have two straight games with Toronto Maple Leafs on next Saturday on the 19th and on Tuesday the 22nd with a home game. Who do you think will be a big player during those two games? Oh, we have a little home-and-home home series coming up against them, huh? That's yeah, that'll be two big games. That'll be good. Um, Toronto's going to be mad at us for beating them again last year. What is that, three yeah. straight years, three straight game sevens? Bruins should at least win one of those two games, uh, if not both. You're going to have to obviously shut down Austin Matthews. We talked about him earlier in the Yeah, we'll in the talk show. about him. He, next show, yeah, next time. He's, uh, who knows how many points he's going to have by them. Yeah. But one more thing I wanted to touch on for the Bruins was Tuka Rask at the end of the Vegas game. Um, he needed help off the ice. It appears that it was just a cramp. Kind of scares you a little bit, although I'm sure there's a lot of people out there going, yes, because they just don't like him. He's so polarizing in this town. He spoke the next day saying it was just cramping. I'm glad to see that. Hopefully he'll be back out there on Saturday against New Jersey. Tonight, a couple of games around the league. You have Florida at Buffalo. Buffalo should win that game fairly easily. We talked about yeah. the talent they have on their team with Jeff Skinner and um, Jack Eichel, amongst others. Anaheim plays in Columbus. Columbus is kind of dragging it a little bit this year to start. I think they have a shot to beat Anaheim yeah, as well. Columbus has Anaheim's some good start plays. players over there, too. They should definitely be doing pretty fair, fairly well with them. They're like as talented as Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, I think I think Columbus is just adjusting to a new goaltender. Uh, they had uh, goalie Bob last year, Bobrowski, and he went to I th- think Florida. Oh, so he'll be meeting their old teammates. Yeah, 
uh, without Bobrowski, I think Columbus has had a little bit of an adjustment there. Uh, looking at their team, I, I mean, Josh Anderson, uh, Cam Atkinson, a couple, Nick Foldino is a pretty good player as their captain. I think, I, I think they're going to find a way to make it to the playoffs this year. They're just having a little bit of a slow start. Yeah, well, it's just understandable. Always happens to some of the best of the teams, but maybe the Blue Jackets can step up their game soon. They should do it during, uh, then during the next game. So. And the last game that's going to be on tonight is the New York Islanders at Carolina. The Islanders are another team that broke up their no- number one goaltending tandem from last season and brought in Varlamov yeah. from uh, Colorado. And they've just uh, they've stumbled a little bit to start. I do believe that they have the talent to get back to where they were. I just think they're adjusting to some new goaltending. You know, the defenders yeah. obviously get comfortable with their goaltenders and what their goaltenders do. They just haven't quite adjusted just yet. Yeah, and, you know, they got players like Matthew Barzell, who has yet to, I believe, score a point. That's, yeah. That's, is he on the team? Yep, Barzell. Three games played, one assist. Nice. One assist through three yeah. games, you know. I've seen him play before. He's an amazing player. Yeah, and of course, one of my favorite defensemen of all time would be Johnny Boychuk. That yeah. guy just plays hard. Yeah, I, I, I kind of wish he was still on our team, to be honest. But <laughs> the know, money, the money, just player. unfortunately wasn't going to work for us at that time. Yeah, but fun. yeah, uh, I think Carolina is going to end up being five and zero after this game, unless they, unless this is a trap game for them, where they come in and just completely crap their pants. All right, Tyler, this has been fun. We're going to wrap this up now. We'll be back next Friday, and we will touch base about those three games and what's going on around the league. This has been the Boston Bee Party. I'm David Rodriguez with my co-host, Tyler Scales. We'll talk to you next time. Number 47 for Boston. Both guys, five minutes each for fighting. Yeah.